can say Edinburgh the way I want to say it. Can it's, I just say? Uh, you, you can say it the correct way. Edinburgh. Oh, you can say it wrong if you want. Yeah, but I'm not from Edinburgh. How it's are you like saying it? Edinburgh. 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 No, I'm not, I'm not doing a Scottish accent pronouncing it. It's Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Edin- you know what? It's lost on me. I'm this conversation this. is I'm over. No, this. this conversation's over. No, they were making this I don't Hello, and welcome to episode four of Movies Explaining to My Girlfriend. I'm your host, Connor Quinlan. I'm joined by my co-host and partner, Andrea Tai. Hi, Andrea. Hi, Connor. This is a movie rewatch podcast where a movie nerd tests the limits of his long-suffering partner's patience by forcing her to watch a movie and then listen to a variety of useless information about said movie. So last week, we did The Social Network. We did. We did. Now, we're recording this fairly soon after we've released that one so we didn't get a whole lot of feedback but one feed one piece of feedback we got that i want to talk about is my catchphrase oh do you remember this catchphrase that your your friend sent a message no i can't remember now apparently my catchphrase in this show is you're so wrong oh yeah that's but no that's not a catchphrase in this podcast that's it, my life it, that's yeah, every single day you say that to me if you just start being right more then i wouldn't be saying it so for episode four, we have chosen to look at When Harry Met Sally from 1989, directed by Rob Rayner, written by Nora Ephron and starring Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan. So we will be spoiling this film. So be prepared for that. So was this the first time we watched it together? No. Did we watch it together before? Yeah, we've watched it at least once before together. Okay. I think it's one of those movies that... It's not necessarily a comfort film that you've put on before, but you've put it on. We may not have finished it, mm. but we had the intention to, but we just didn't sit through it properly. Whereas this time, we I don't think either of us were on our phones at no, all. No, not at all. And it was it was pretty much, we didn't pause no. much either. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Can I just say, I want to apologize to everyone first. Andrea's uh, focus is all over the place because of the potential to get Taylor Swift tickets in the next few days. You have how many codes for access to the t- tickets? Because apparently, not only can you just go get the tickets, you have to go and get the codes first. Yeah, it's all very intense at the moment. I've got a code for Edinburgh and I've got a code. Did I say it right there? No, but keep going. And I have a code. I have two codes for Dublin. So, and that's just now. I may and did or you just may get, not get one for Cardiff. No, I got it? rejected from Cardiff. Okay. But, you know, didn't want them anyway. No, who wants to go to Cardiff? Okay. I'm joking. Cardiff is loving. I've never been. Um, Right, so try to focus on When Harry Met Sally. So how many times have you seen the film before we watched oh, it? Oh, I've lost count. I have seen this movie a lot. Mm. A lot. I just, yeah, no. It's I, a go-to. It's a massive go-to for me, mm. yeah. No, it's good. I, I, Same, I've definitely seen it at least 20 times. Mm. Um, I have to shout out a friend of mine who does listen to the podcast all the way from Australia, apparently. Um, Woody Murphy. Mm-hmm. So I watched this film one night and I, I remember texting him going, if you haven't seen When Harry Met Sally, you really should watch it because he likes his films. That was on like a Friday night. I met him on the Monday 
and he said he had watched it four times over the weekend. Oh my gosh. And it became his favourite film. And I think that, you know, a lot of people are like that. If they haven't seen it, go and watch it. It's It's incredible. It's magnificent. Yeah. Um, So let's get straight into it. So we both love the film. Let's get straight into the hits of the film. Where did this film hit? Go for your first one. So (laughs) I only have one. You only have one hit. Because <laughs> I can't fault this. I have no misses. Connor, I tried my best okay, to find Okay, but you only misses. have one hit. Yeah, so do you want to hear it? Okay, go for it. So my hit is that I find it hard to fault the movie at all, so it's all one massive hit. So it's one of my favourite movies to date, and I love it, and that's basically all I have to say. Like, I love the fashion, I love the comedy, the purpose of the story, the quotes. Every element of it is a win from me. Um... Yeah, and I, I feel like it's actually one of those older rom-coms that's aged appropriately, which I feel like we can't say about every single movie out there these days. And I feel like it's one that, again, watching it properly with you recently, I went, oh my God, yeah, that's actually one that didn't have any problems for me. Maybe I'm wrong, but I couldn't find any. And to me, it's just a, an amazing film. Okay. I Like, yeah. I mean, th- so this came out in 1989. I was negative two when it came out um you're right i I think it has aged brilliantly because i think possibly some of harry's kind of um opinions i don't think they've aged badly but he he, it's the more i grow up i suppose i'm looking at him going ah you're wrong you know oh yeah but i think i think the film is saying that though yeah i think it was saying it in 1989 that's the thing i feel like it's ahead of its time in that way because You see films that, you know, were in the 90s and they missed all of that. Mm. They, you know, created these men who thought that they had the upper hand over women and thought that they could treat women, you know, a certain way. Whereas in this movie, we see that it's an issue. Mm. Even like you mentioned recently, the scene where he's referring to his ex-wife and he mentions, you know, how she put on weight on her legs and he's, he's joking about her having water retention. That could be taken so badly in another film. Yeah. However, in this movie, Sally's, you know, um, her character, Sally, she straight away pulls him up on something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's been missed in so many movies where they just allow that kind of behavior. And I think that it, mm. it did it really well for yeah, its time. Yeah, it did. I think you're right. Okay, so since you've only got one hit and no misses, it's just going to be me talking for the next... That's no problem. I'm just going to stay on my phone waiting for more emails. So, (laughs) off you go. Did you just get late? Did you get so distracted by Taylor Swift that you just got lazy and I was like, oh, I'm just going to put one hit and that's just the thing. Not at all. Okay, okay. Uh, Right, so I said that the the script is incredibly tight. It's 95 minutes long. We get to know the characters inside out because there's so much dialogue and they're talking about their opinions and feelings so much mm-hmm. and it, it just moves along so nicely and quickly and yeah really really good kind of pacing to the film yeah that's true mm. um i said the casting but i as, as great as the main two are i think the supporting cast is brilliant oh phenomenal it is. I agree with you. And they had really good chemistry from the beginning throughout. Yeah. Like I thought, it, like not even just, mm. um, you know, Carrie Fisher's um, character and yeah. um, the guy that she ends up with. Bruno Kirby. Yes. Yeah. It's it's not necessarily just their love life. It's mm. their relationship with their friends as well. Yeah. How they're a, relating back to yeah, the two. Yeah. It's just very good connections all around. Mm. So I have two misses. Okay. This, actually. Uh, the first one is definitely a nitpick. Uh 
But at the very start of the film, they are not the age of college students. No, oh, yeah. You know, and I know that's nitpicking, but it was really noticeable. Like, his wig, is she wearing a wig? She is. She's yeah. wearing extensions, yes. Um, yeah, it, it's it's quite jarring, that little bit. But you forget about it quick. So. And, but I actually do think, as opposed to films that I've seen more recently, or, you know, you know, in this kind of last decade, I do think that they did it better. I feel maybe it's because, you know, the film back then wasn't as good. Mm. So it's not as strong as in like quality wise. So you didn't notice it as much. Like I know mature wise, they definitely looked older. Yeah. But I do feel as though like between the wig and everything, I thought it was done really well. And yeah, then by enough. the end of it, especially with Billy Crystal, he definitely looks a lot older mm. without the wig. Yeah. You know? Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. Well, I, it just stands out to me every time I watch yeah. it. But that's fine. Now, the other one is a kind of a bigger one, I suppose. Do you think they have romantic chemistry? Um, I think they have great on-screen chemistry and that mm-hmm. they, they bounce off each other very well in the film and all that. I, I don't know if it's a romantic chemistry, though. Yeah, like, throughout the whole film, you honestly do think it's going to end with them just being friends because yeah. they have a very solidified friendship and that's quite obvious watching it but that's a good point and actually i will come back to it i I didn't make the connection but i'm going to be coming back to their friendship the character's friendship okay i'll come back to it interesting yeah okay um however i do i do see what you mean but i'm able to kind of look past that because i think that the dialogue was so good and catchy that i think especially the final scene of dialogue yeah it just doesn't bother me because i feel like there's some beautiful performances throughout that make you go Oh, yeah, no, they could work. Yeah, okay, okay. Do you know, uh, it's, it's just not a stereotypical yeah. romance. Now, I, I was searching for Mrs. Okay, for sure, but yeah. that's just one that... I, it's, it's just a question I have, anyway. Okay, fair enough. Right, so we'll move on to Connor's movie explaining Corner. Mm. Way, these are the facts that I fully believe are vital to know. Do right. you know what? I actually do think that I will enjoy this one because okay. I love the movie so much, so that's fine. <laughs> okay, right. So all the couples that are... All the way through. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm about to say? No, not at all. Okay. So it's a common misconception that they are real life couples. Oh, yeah. I actually did think that for mm. ages, but then I looked it up a long time ago. and Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's been said to me and I've kind of been like, oh, really? And watching it this time, I was like, ah, no, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. But what it was, uh, the director, Rob Rayner, he met real life couples and got their story and then hired actors and just got them to kind of say the line. So okay, they are real stories. Yeah. Uh, right. The, the, the deli where the famous uh, orgasm scene takes mm-hmm. place, it's called Cat's Deli. Mm-hmm. And for a friend of our podcast uh, and a friend been. of ours went recently, Brendan Quinn and Olivia Quinn. Um, You're name dropping like there's no tomorrow. I am. I am. Why not? Uh, they went recently and said it was unbelievable, but like massive sandwiches. But the seat where the the scene happens, there's a sign above the seat that says, where Harry met Sally, dot, dot, dot. Hope you have what she had. Oh, yeah. Which is a great sign. That's mm. an excellent sign. Genius. Uh, three. That line, I'll have what she's having. Mm-hmm. The woman who delivers it is the director's mother. Oh, right. Yeah. And the line, Billy Crystal came up with the line. Okay. And I think it was Meg Ryan's idea to do the scene. Oh, which wow. Which is mad. And like, 
having to do it multiple times, multiple, sorry, um, having to do it multiple times yeah. is uh, awkward, you know? So fair play to her. Seriously. Oh yeah, she just went for it. She did. Uh, four, so Nora Ephron, who wrote the script, she apparently orders food or ordered food. She passed away as well um, a few years back. She ordered food just like Sally. That that's based oh. on her, like with all this specificity. Yeah. And years after the film came out, she was on an airplane, and the stewardess was taking her order, and she gave a very specific order. And the stewardess says, "Have you ever seen When Harry Met Sally?" Oh my gosh! <laughs> Which is a quite funny story. Yeah. Right. So here's the bit I'm going to call back to their their chemistry and their friendship in the film. So the director, Rob Rayner, had recently gone through a divorce. Yes, okay. And the story was very much based on him and Nora Ephron. Yeah. And he, they, I th- think they were supposed to not end up together. In the okay, script. wow. They were supposed to stay friends. He, like, Rob Rayner was fully against love at that point, didn't believe in it and all that. While making the film, he met his future wife, fell in love change the ending you know so that's so funny just think about that I wonder how early did they make the decision to change the ending and were they just supposed to be friends the whole way through so that's just a question that's an incredible yeah. fact I feel like you know once yeah. you fall in love or experience those feelings it can change your whole dynamic about a rom-com or something yeah. like that yeah and know? he he, it's it's just a brilliant ending as well that he, that he came up with but yeah so he met his future wife and they're still married to this day wow yeah so here is a few uh, possible cast members that didn't didn't uh, get to be in the film. Okay, I'm intrigued. The big one. Tom Hanks turned down the role of Harry. Like, it's funny because I can see it, but I prefer Oh, uh, yeah. I think this is the only time I'm ever delighted Tom Hanks wasn't in a film. Yeah. You know? Because they have great chemistry, but I'm happy in the movies that they're yeah. already in together. Tom know? Hanks' wife... Rita Wilson uh, claimed that the reason he turned down, down the film was he had been going through a divorce as well. Okay. Around the time. But he was delighted and he was so happy not to be married that when he read the script, he couldn't relate to the character of Harry being sad about <gasps> oh not being married. Oh my gosh, that's so that's, funny. That's the claim Rita Wilson said. <laughs> of course um, she said that. Other names that were considered Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Bill Murray. Okay. Jeff Bridges. Yes. Harrison Ford. Okay. Mm. And then for Sally, Elizabeth Perkins mm-hmm. and yeah. Molly Ringwald. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I'm happy with Me how too. it turned out. Me too. Very I can't happy. imagine it. All of those people are phenomenal actors in their own way, but they suit the roles that they've been in today. Exactly. Exactly. And I, d- I definitely wouldn't have believed Jeff Bridges and Har- or Harrison Ford. Mm, very kind different of down in the dumps well, out of love having of said that Harrison Ford has surprised me with that recent TV show that we watched um, oh he's great in that he's very good at kind of being sour when he needs to be yeah, yeah, yeah. shrinking yes. that's the, the show if anyone wants to watch it we loved it yeah uh, seven so in one scene where Harry is down in the dumps he is reading the book Misery mm-hmm. by Stephen King yes a year later the director Rob Rayner makes misery the film oh my gosh so i don't know was that planted on purpose but wow it feels like a little easter egg doesn't it yeah this film only got one oscar nomination really best original screenplay wow lost out to dead poet society 
Okay. Which you have not seen yet. No, I haven't. Mm. Will that be on the podcast? It needs to be. You haven't seen it. Uh, I know, but maybe. I feel like it's one it. that we've talked about a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah, I suppose. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, what do you think? Uh, 91%. What? You looked it up. I didn't. You looked I'm, it up. I look at my phone. You I did not look you, it up. I, you looked that up. Honest to God, I nine, didn't. 91%, yeah. Whoa, look at me uh, go. And the final fact, I love this fact. There was a test screening of the film. When it got to the orgasm scene, mm-hmm. uh, Rob Rainer said that every woman in the crowd was hysterically laughing. <laughs> every man was completely silent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is burn their egos. They were just thinking, just thinking. Yeah, of course. Uh, brilliant. So that is the end of the movie spaining. Let's go on to Andrea's lookalike corner. So Andrea, who can't help but compare people's looks to other, like, to finding their doppelgangers, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm glad you rephrased that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not, not comparing looks. But uh, yeah, so just to stop her from doing it through the film, I'm letting her do it on the podcast. So go mm-hmm. for it. Okay. So my first one, it's my little... Uh, who did I used to mix up corner? Um, Daryl Hannah and Meg Ryan. I used to mix them up in in Daryl Hannah's kind of prime back in her day when she would have been in the likes of Splash. I think it was probably just because they were both blonde, they had wavy hair. Yeah. But and I just. Yeah, face blindness. Yeah, go on. <laughs> I just, just definitely went through a phase of that. Now I'm saying that was when I was very young. Like okay. I'm talking seven or eight, but it always stood out to me. Um, the other two was I used to mix up Jason Alexander and Billy Crystal. Jason Alexander from Seinfeld. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I there's just something similar sometimes in their mannerisms. I mean, sometimes no. the movie that stands out to me is what's it called again? The one with the monkey. The what? something checks in, like Dunstan checks in the film. <laughs> Just Jason Alexander. A deep cut of a film he right just, there. He reminds me, I know, he reminds me of Billy Crystal. Okay. In that movie, I don't, I don't know why. I, I don't think know it's either. the whole, like, New York. Mm. Um, then I said, Bruno Kirby reminds me of David Krumholtz. I'll give you that one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. David Krumholtz from um, 10 Things Said About You. And I was going to say the, the Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. Sorry, yeah, but he looks more like him in yeah. 10 Things Said. Um, okay, that one's okay. But yeah. it's funny because... When I was thinking of this, I had like a chain of, oh no, but he looks like this guy. I actually do think that David also looks like Jake Johnson. There's some, oh yeah, no, that, David Cromwell and Jake Johnson are, are absolutely. brothers. Absolutely, but think, I yeah. think that the whole Bruno versus David thing is, it's their mannerisms. It's okay. more so that, like, you could say they were father and son. Yeah. Easily. I'd give it that. Um, that's it. Okay, brilliant. Uh, got through that pr- pretty painlessly. <laughs> uh, so we, we teased it last week, but we've got uh andrea's sister alex has mm-hmm. given her one sentence review and of this film brutal. oh it's gold it's absolute gold here's the one sentence review it was all right i wouldn't recommend it <laughs> boom again can we just clarify that girl only watches horror films oh yeah if she wasn't scared like as in yeah, if she if she's not terrified of the film, it's a bad film. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's very funny. Right. Movie spaining questionnaire. Okay, here we Let's go. Let's get through it. Ten quick fire questions from for both of us to answer. Yeah. So favourite performer of the movie? Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal, yeah, 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 yeah. Same. I think he's amazing. 
shout out to the script, shout out to direction, shout out to Meg Ryan, but Billy Crystal, amazing. Yeah, phenomenal. Now, th- this next one took me forever. Really? Quote to live by. I found it so easy. But there's so many quotes in this film. That's oh yeah, but I have my, kind of, the ones I've always had. Okay, go for it. So, I'll have what she's having, the standard mm-hmm. one from the restaurant. The other one is the final bit, because I don't know if you know this. And I only discovered this when I actually went Are to get the Are you about to movie explain to me? I am about to movie explain to okay. you. Okay. So the quote, which I'll read out just in case Please people do. are unfamiliar. So it is Billy Crystal at the very end, kind of final piece that he says to Sally. He says, I love that you get a little crinkle above your nose when you're looking at me like I'm nuts. I love that after I spend the day with you, I can still smell your perfume on my clothes. And I love that you are the last person I want to talk to before I go to sleep at night. Mm. That was all improvised. That doesn't feel real. That was, he improvised the whole thing. I. If went, anyone wants to fact check I, that, ex- please do, but I, I don't I think. fact, I looked through so many articles, it's true. Wow. Came out in 2020. Jeez, he's good. Yeah. If, if that's true, Incredible. he is good. Yeah. Oh, I believe yeah. it, because he is that good, mm. and he was phenomenal. I have no doubt that there were yeah. other bits that he improvised, because there was definitely moments where you go, that mm. was just too funny, I bet that. That was improvised, do you know? But you, you stopped at the best part. I know, I didn't want to kind of go on that. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> that is, uh, for people listening, you have no idea the self-awareness that took Andrea to say, I didn't want to go on though. Oh, yeah, because I don't <laughs> want to be like you. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, great quote. Mm-hmm. Any more? No, those are my top two. Well, what was your top one? You have to choose one. Oh, the, the final scene. Like, oh, I just love that. Perfect. Um, I've got two. Okay. The second place one, I, I actually think it's so underrated. No one quotes this ever, mm-hmm. but I crack up every time. It's a very quick scene between Harry and Sally and Harry just says, oh, I had my dream again where I'm making love and the Olympic judges are watching. <laughs> I'd nailed the compulsories. So this is the, it, the finals. I got a 9.8 from the Canadians, a perfect 10 from the Americans. And my mother, disguised as the East German judge, gave me a 5.6. Must have been the dismount. I bet that he improvised that. Easily. 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 It's now, just apparently so a lot wild. of the quotes in the script, Nora Ephron wrote based on Rob Rayner and Billy Crystal and mm-hmm. their conversations. They apparently bounced off each other so well that yeah. lines from their conversations were just ripped straight into it. So I, I don't know whether it was improv or she yeah. heard them say it. Now, but my number one line, it's so good. Uh, it's Harry saying, you know what's funny? We started out like this, Helen and I. <laughs> we had blank walls. We hung things. We picked out tiles together. Then you know what happens? Six years later, <laughs> you find yourself singing Surrey with the fringe on top in front of Ira. I knew you were, You have quoted that to me for no god it, damn reason. Honest to God. Oh, God. It's ridiculous, but you have. <laughs> I, it I, is. I cry laughing It's every time. phenomenal. Brilliant. Right. We have to hurry this up. The quote section was going to take forever in this mm-hmm. one. Uh, favorite scene? My favorite scene, so I obviously love the the fake orgasm scene. I think it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I, I have a few. Okay. I also love the karaoke scene in the yep. store. It's iconic. Um, I love the whole he's getting married scene where she's in bits and they end up hooking up. Oh, I just yeah. think the way she delivers, you know, her the, how hysterical she is. It's it's relatable. Mm-hmm. And um, then I love the final scene because it's just beautiful. Okay, brilliant. Yeah. Uh, yeah, shout out to all those scenes for me. The two that I have that... Uh, I think the, the when they're at the baseball match 
and there's a Mexican wave going on when Harry's talking about Helen just leaving him. Yes. And just every now and again they stand up. Yes. Genius. Yeah. Like, absolutely brilliant. It's, it really is the simple things in this yeah. movie. Yeah, but I think my favourite scene is the... After Harry and Sally hooked up and they call uh, Bruno Kirby and Carrie Fisher mm-hmm. and they have that phone call with the two. I think it's amazing. It is. It took like 60 takes to get that. Yeah. Uh, Rob Rayner said that on... Uh, on the 54th take something happened where they all hung up at the exact same time and he was like oh that was it and then apparently Bruno Kirby messed up his final one. <gasps> oh uh, no but yeah crazy yeah. it took a lot of work that one I'd say so uh, so yeah that one the phone call yeah incredible recasting the film so before I recast this film I just want to say I hope there's never a remake of this oh yeah don't do it yeah just don't don't do it it's been done but if it was going to be done now okay so I really struggled to find a Harry because, like, there is no Harry out there. So I, I brought it down to two. One of them is kind of funny because mm. it's, it's, they're related. So I said Jack Quaid, who is, if anyone doesn't know that, it's Meg Ryan's son. Okay. Just because he has an older man look for someone who's actually quite young. Fair enough. Okay. And the other one I said, because I love him, is Andrew Garfield. I just think he's... I Andrew Garfield and anything, yeah. And I would love to see him playing that kind of character because I yeah. feel like he's too sweet. Come on, bring it down a bit. You yeah, know, I enough, need to see enough. you being a little bit cheeky. Do you know? Mm. Um, for Sally, I said Zoe Kazan. Oh, she's good. I just think she'd be really good at it. Oh, she's really good. Um, because I... Do you know what I was th- struggling with the whole time throughout this? Is that I don't like any rom-coms that have been done in the last 10 to 15 years. And I... Not you although, like the big sick. It, but that's why I chose okay. her. Yeah, yeah. But my point is, I don't think any actress or actor are able to do it. I feel like it's so cringy when I watch any of the newer rom-coms. And I do think The Big Sick is an exception. And I okay. do think it's got to do with those two actors. They have very good chemistry. And it kind of feels like an old school type of rom-com. Okay. Do you know, I just think it's really hard to get a new I've fun got, rom-com. I, I'm quite proud of the ones I chose. Okay. Not gonna lie. I I I kind of want to see them do a rom com. I'm not. Oh, sorry, you got I'm, another. I sorry. Have, no, I don't have another. But I was. What I was gonna say was, if this was done 10, 15 years ago, yeah. like a re a remake, I would have put Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey into a room because okay, I yeah, think yeah, they yeah. have really good chemistry. Whenever they, they do, do but I I don't think McConaughey could do the dialogue. Oh, I think he this. could. Okay. I think he would do it differently for sure. It wouldn't be the one that we know to date. Okay. But I still think he'd do it well. Well, yeah, I'm really proud of these, and I think. Uh, you will agree at okay. least on one of them so okay. for Harry maybe you won't agree but Ben Schwartz oh my gosh yeah right? Ben That's Schwartz so he did a film done, yeah. weirdly with Billy Crystal a few years ago mm-hmm. Ben Schwartz is very good and yeah. I want to see him do more lead roles I think yes. you know? he's incredible and then for Sally and I'm very proud of this one okay Emma Watson oh my gosh yeah right Actually, yeah, the more I think of it, I so, can see you're playing like an awkward, funny character. Do you yeah. know? I think the two of them should just do a film together. Not a Winnery, that's how you remake but, but I think they should. They should do like an awkward romance type yeah. story. That yeah, would yeah, be yeah. incredible. Okay, cool. I will put in a call. We'll get it done. <laughs> uh, phone watch. How many times were you tempted to pick up the phone? Not once. Zero. Yeah. What a film. This film made me want to watch. 
Well, because I was thinking of Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey, um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Great. Just because I feel like once you're on the rom-com, kind of. I think that is peak golden era rom-com. Yeah, it is, for sure. Like, really good. It is. Uh, I went for Something's Gotta Give. Yeah. I think Something's Gotta Give is incredibly underrated. It is. So could this film be a West End musical? Yes. It absolutely could. Yeah. Now, there has been a Broadway and West End play version. Okay. Uh, on Broadway, really interesting, it was like 2004, Alison Hannigan mm-hmm, yeah. and Luke Perry. Oh. The late Luke Perry. Yeah. Wow. So they played it in the original. And then when it went either on Broadway, straight away on Broadway or then to the West End, Molly Ringwald actually came into the cast. Which is funny, which is funny because was, they're in, um, what's it called? Who's in what? Molly Ringwald and Luke Perry. Oh, was she in that in, um, Riverdale thing? Riverdale together. That's yeah. mad. Well, I was going to say it's funny because Molly Ringwald was up for. Sally. I think they're actually married in it. That's mad. I don't think they did it together. I think there was another guy playing yeah, Harry. It's just a funny coincidence. That is mad. Mm. Right. What is the MCU connection? Is there a Marvel MCU connection? Because I believe there is one in every film. I'm going to take a wild guess. Mm. I don't think there is with like any of the. the oh, wait. No, never mind. I was going to say Carrie Fisher because I'm an absolute fool. I first thought maybe she had done something in a Marvel film. But I don't know if there's any connection with any of the... You're not going to get it. I'm going to guess though. Okay, go on. I've already mentioned him. I feel like Jack Quaid did like something in Marvel. Like probably like... No. Why why would you mention him? Because he's not in... He's not in it, but he's related to Oh, you're thinking related. Okay. I wasn't going related. I'm always looking for a person. I understand. But I think I was just that stuck. (laughs) Andrea, at 1am, I was looking for a connection. And it took me a long time. So, I found some crazy uh, little cameos in this film that I think everyone needs to know know some of them. Uh, There's a... Someone got credited as an airport announcer, so maybe it was literally just someone's voice. Uh, that actress also played Dipsy in Teletubbies. Oh, okay. Which is bizarre. Wow. Uh, one of the older, one of the couples, one of the women in the couples plays Michael Scott's granny in, <laughs> oh my gosh. in uh, The Office. Wow. My favourite one, and I think I think you love this film as well. So Amanda, the girl that... Harry is with at the start of the film yes. at college. She is the voice of Odette in Swan <gasps> Princess. Oh my god. That's a mad one, isn't it? Oh my... Do you know what? I didn't know that at all. I actually... Yeah. I had a totally different cast in my head. Yeah. You, you, know, you Eight-year-old me thinks it's someone else. There you go. Uh, so I, I kept looking. I was looking throughout, throughout the crew. I thought I got close. I found a makeup artist who uh, did makeup on the Marvel film Blade. But okay. that wasn't in the MCU. Yeah. And I just kept looking and finally. Here it is. Barbara Lorenz. She was the hairstylist. <laughs> or she worked in the hair hair department anyway. She's had a long career and she's usually the head of the hair department. Yeah. But then she did. She was the hairstylist to Ben Kingsley in Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I can't believe you went looking that far deep. It took me at least an hour. That's so. Well, I need. I need to. I couldn't let this category die straight away. You could have. So, no. You could. No. 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 I'm, I'm keeping it going as long as possible. Oh no. Uh, how many stars? Five. Five. 
No, no disagreement. It mm. really is perfect. It is. I'd watch uh, it right now again. That's the question. Would you watch it again? Oh, right now. Like yeah. the minute we stop this. <laughs> we, we're, we're not going to, but... Uh, <laughs> we might. But it's also so short. It's 95 minutes. So you kind of... Like, I'd put it on late at night going, oh, it's short. We'll, we'll throw it on. Yeah. You know? But it doesn't feel like... Well, it feels longer. But mm. I think that's just because there's so much good dialogue. And I think so you're, you're constantly, you know, engaged. You are. You are. Oh, brilliant film. Smarminess meter on a scale of one to ten. How smarmy was I on this podcast? I think about a six. I feel that's high. I, I think you like were as smarmy about this. Do as you know what you I, were coming in with? Oh, you know, Billy Crystal came up with this time. I didn't realize I sound like that's that. exactly how you Thank sound. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely feel like I was a little bit smarmy as well. But I, you know, I'm never going to be you. Thank I think gosh. I was a three. No, you're definitely not a three. You're never going to be below five. I'm so sorry, but that's just the way you are. She's trying to change me, folks. <laughs> right. So thank you so much for listening. That is all from us. That is our fourth episode. It is. Jeez. Uh, so we are an independent podcast. So if you would like to support and help us grow our listenership, you can do that in three ways. One is to follow us on Instagram at Explaining to my girlfriend and share any of our posts. And you can even share the podcast from Spotify directly to your social media. Share them with your friends, family, across all of your social media. Um, second way subscribe to the podcast you can set like notifications when our new episodes go up uh, and so please download and listen and three is to go to Apple Podcasts give us a five star rating and also write a review because that helps massively with the algorithm and allows us to be discovered more easily so we'll be back next week and we've decided that every fifth podcast it's going to be Andrea's choice mm-hmm. yep you chose a bizarre film. Like, not a bizarre it's, film. It's yeah. a great film, but it's it's not on brand for you. No, it's not, but it's an incredible masterpiece. Don't want to give, give it away. There's a big film coming out next week. There is. By a pretty big director. Yes. Um. So we decided, we, we knew we were going to do one of his coming yes. up. But then you chose this. And yeah, I'm blown away. So you'll have to wait and see, guys. Mm-hmm. So uh, see yep. if you can predict what we're going to watch. So this episode was produced and edited by Andrea Tai. Our fantastic theme song was written by Dara O'Brien and performed by Dara O'Brien and Kathy Gardner. That is all from us. We'll see you next week. See you then. It's Edinburgh. So Edinburgh. No, you just, just Edinburgh. It, but say it. But it, no, it's it's three syllables. You're putting a fourth one in there. Edinburgh. What's the story in Ballymore? I'm 32. No, I don't what? know. What? Ballymore. How can I know? You haven't lived. <laughs> <laughs>